The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Yep, Aranto screwed up the audio, so now we join Tank Talk already in progress. Apologies, Rich Morano. That was my mindset too, especially in the home run. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, but dude, now I think about it, they're from the fucking future. That's Ellis. Well, the one last year I remember, who was it? Last year, I remember Junior? correctly, was Cooper. I believe. Remember we just said he might be winning two in a row. No, 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 no. I thought he hit the ball. Oh, the ball. I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it. What was I just saying? They're in Colorado, so it's quite different there. I'm still, I'm still. I'm sorry about it. If you're from California, I thought literally answer here. All the, what do you call them? The suits? Yeah, the suits. The suits out in California. Suits. Uh, if you had to pick one, if you had a hundred dollars right now, who you who you put in the lineup? I feel like I know who. Who? No, the winner. Oh, Peter Lonzo. You had three feet, three feet in a soda. Come on. But now if I, I agree, but. If you were to take a dark horse, I'm going with Juan Soto. I'm going with the rookie, Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah I've heard a lot of big things about this dude. I'm going first now, but I've seen a lot of people on betting sites and everything have him to be the updog. I say this. Not just Juan Soto, but whoever wins that matchup between him and Jose. Yeah. I feel like Jose's getting swept out. I think his odds are. Yeah, but he's from Cleveland, so it doesn't really matter. Come on, man. that. Whenever I bet on them earlier in the season, they won't be money. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know shit about baseball. I still bet it. I mean, who really does? No one fucking follows it. I know Maranta, we had a conversation last week about it. 
And we know this too. I see the smirk up his face. If you want to share your piece here. I just can't want to touch baseball. It's just, I mean, going to a baseball show game and eating a hot dog or, you know, drinking a beer, that's it for me. That's all people do when they go to the game. They just go to eat a hot dog and drink a beer. They don't really pay attention to the game. Why do you think so many people get hit in the head with foul balls? There's so many games per year that I feel like people, a lot of like, because they're in bigger cities, they just go for like business meetings or casual nights out. Yeah, I, I think that's that's kind of like why they have those day games. Yeah. And, like on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Yeah, take the team out for lunch, you know, go to the game, go to the Yankee Stadium, go watch the game. I still get a real job, I could say. I, I'm not teaching this afternoon. Go to the ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> you got now that you're retired, you can go to all those day games. Yeah, good to you. Good to you. Now, let me ask you this. Here's the new trend I can see, all right? Way off top of way off top. All right. You take Glizzy, right? And you dip it into beer. That's what I've been seeing a lot lately. How do you feel about that? Are you putting the bun in, too? The whole thing. I mean, look at uh, Joey Chestnut. He dips it in the lemonade. You know what I mean? Lemonade is not beer. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like if I'm at a ball game, I'm not going to ruin my beer by putting Glizzy in there. Especially for what they're charging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like fifteen dollars for a beer. I don't want little freaking bun pieces floating around in there. <laughs> it's going in the same place yeah. But you know, that, that's that's people's argument. I don't know. Best thing in baseball? Dollar Glizzy night. That is the best. Remember we went last year? We Which went, one was it? That was the Cleveland game. No, the Cleveland game when we went out there from the Brooklyn. Oh game. yeah, we, we got went, lucky. Yeah, we, we got went out to the game and it was uh it was dollar it was dollar glizzy night and it fucking just grabbed a whole box. Oh, yeah, good. Bunch of glizzies. Oh, we call me fucking Joey Chestnut that day. Billy Chestnut. Billy Chestnut. I'd take him down. That's a bold statement right there. I'd take him down. Billy Chestnut? Yeah. Bro, he took down 63 of them. That's all right. I'd take down 64. I don't know about that. Maybe not. Listen, I'll tell you what. Maybe not hot dogs because that's not my, you know. Glizzies ain't your thing. Glizzies ain't my thing. I don't roll that way. But, uh. He comes here for the, I don't know, chicken wings either. Chicken wings are good. So, there's a technique to it, though. Yeah. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like I could. Like, you know how we always say about doing the pizza contest? Yeah. Like going in, like, large places. I know we could do that shit. Easy. But, I don't know. I feel like the time stuff, it's tough because you want to enjoy I feel like I want to enjoy it. Like, if we had a whole. Yeah, but if it's, like, a challenge like that, yeah, it depends. Hey, take it yeah. easy. Oh, I know you're all built up. You say you can take down 64 grits. Whoa! Hey, you're all juiced up. Take it easy. But if there ain't no money in it, I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, Joey Chestnut probably didn't shit for a week after that competition. Probably still happened. Yeah. He did what? Like, three weeks ago? Yeah. You know he loves Buffalo, right? He comes down here. Why are we talking about fucking Joey Chestnut? Get back here. He's the greatest athlete all time. We talked about this today. Yeah, yeah. Down around a mile. Yeah, he does his best. He might be. <laughs> if we go around a mile, I'll give him props. Yeah. He's going to come up with uh, 63. Yeah. Yeah. He's throwing up and eating at the same time. He's not happy. He's a savage. Yeah, if take on 65. We'll revisit that next year. Yeah. I mean, if the show is canceled, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll sign up, dude. I'll go down there. You 
good space. <laughs> I'll train, but I'll, I'll take him down. Yeah, he walks. Yeah, he's 64 saline. Yo, you'd be a legend. I don't know, I can't think of a transition from going from talking about a grown ass man taking down a 64 human. Yo, wait. Tell Madden ratings. I was going to say, we're going to talk about the Yankees. Can I talk about this? I just want to talk about I was going to ask you, by the way, you know, if Madden ratings was dropped out today, what do you think Joey Chestnut's rating of Madden would be? In Madden? Yeah. Oh, well, if you don't throw the ball, he takes down Blizzard. Speaking about putting food on the table, we'll see if Aaron Judge can do that. We found it. There it is. Are Yankees going to fucking finally go all the way and take it home, or are they going to keep finding a way to fuck it up? Yo, they said that they might get it once. I mean, I can see it. Heck, they always find something. But at this point, do you think, like, that's your guy? Get him? Go get him? If you look at the cost, they're already kind of loaded as it is. It's like every couple games, you'll you see Matt Carpenter sink, and then once he fades out, you see he's on the team, and out of nowhere, he just decides to go four, five, three home runs. Right. I don't know, dude. I think, uh, I don't know enough about baseball, but I feel like like they're doing good enough right now that they just, like I said, if they get Juan Soto, you know, I think you got to have to at this point. Like, you need to bring back that dynasty that, you know, you have, that, that legendary Yankees to get to, you know, they always win. And everybody hates them for that. They always use their money to their advantage. But they haven't in a couple years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they need to do it. Last time they did that spending spree was uh, uh, Mark Teixeira, uh, when they gave Erod his contract, and then CC uh, Sabathia, right? Yeah, that was a wild run. But then, I mean, right now you could even say the move that they made. They, I mean, they brought in a, a couple years ago, but Chapman. I don't even know if he's still playing right now. I seen his name pop up a couple of days ago. You got Carlos Stanton. Uh, they have, they're gonna have to owe Aaron Judge some money. Garrett Cole, they invested in their pitching. You see Cortez right now balling out. Yeah, yeah. They're one of the better uh, bullpens in the league. Or, yeah, the whole league right now. Yeah. They, they, there's no excuses at this point. Literally no excuses. Yeah, they need to get it done. They need to get it done. I think they do it, though. I think the smart money is on the Yankees. I don't know if there's another team in baseball that's as good, to be honest with you. The Astros always find a fucking way, too. Yeah. You can't count out the Dodgers. Who knows, but, I mean. If the, the, the Dodgers actually might go after one solo. That's a team that can do that. They'll go out and get it. All the LA teams, they go out and get it. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't give a shit about the future. They want to win. Championship. That's where the money But that's what you got to do. That's what the fuck you got to do. Like, when we were talking about it the other night, Bill's trying to get OBJ. No. Let's see. It's not a bad thing. Well, get him on the team, bro. He's a veteran president. He's going to do well. You know? No. 
transition football to where the score is even. Uh, we know the best. We <laughs> know the worst on the average. Eight. Yeah. Um, but I just want to take a quick moment to kind of thank Coach Sabin for coming out here and uh, So the company that came in, well, they did have an opportunity to resign or whatever, but if they, 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 they got a new um, board in, I think, more recent as they switched the positions of the board in 2019, I believe they said. So it's a lot of fresh people. They didn't really want to carry the position on. They didn't see the money in it, so they moved on. Uh, I forget the name of the tech company that bought the naming rights, but it was like 15 years. A lot of dough. Yo, but a lot of dough. Honestly, it's kind of wild to me that Heinz didn't. Heinz, catchers don't be around forever. Like, everybody has ketchup. Can you name another ketchup brand? No. Besides great value. That's about it. But they got mustard too and everything. But, yo, Heinz is like ketchup. Every, every, like, Restaurant you go to, every sporting event, you know, Heinz. I had to look up the name. The new stadium name is Acton Church Stadium. Hey, you want to head down to Acton Church? That's a tech company, is that? Yeah, that's stupid. I don't even know what that is. Acton Church. Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's not like LA. LA, you know, like something like Name the injured field. Yeah, that's that's tragic, isn't it? But also, you look at Staples Center. That's another one too. That they named it Crypto. That came out of left field. Yeah, that's a weird one too. I mean, Staples probably don't make a ton of money anymore. I think they did. They probably are. Might have been the reason why they had to switch the name. Crypto.com. That's just so wild, man. It's going to be all tech companies that are getting at some point. Yeah, health insurance or tech companies. Like iMart, iMart. It's always going to be the rock. Always gonna be rock for you in your heart, in my heart, man. And tell them to the uh, older generation, what is it? Rich Field? Rich Stadium. Get it right, dude. Uh, yeah, I tried to. But it'd always be Heinz Field. I bet you if we go to Pittsburgh next year for a game, we go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, he'll set down the Heinz. Yeah, yeah. For the last 100 people in the tailgating section, what's the name of the stadium? They say, Falcon Heinz. Give it to Nog. Give it to Noggy. Yeah, yeah, give it to Nog. Nog. So there was some uh, I don't I don't know if you want to call it breaking news, but it always comes back to this conversation. This is what I read today, man. Bleacher Report tweeted: uh, Deshaun Watson and the NFLPA plan on suing the NFL if he's suspended for a full season. Which 
the NFL PAs behind that, though. That's kind of wild. He, uh, fucking gone on that dude, man. Like, I mean, unless you are from 100, but, like, this is the problem that I have with it. This is where we're going to get into political. Is that, like, not for long, dude. Not for long, just two seconds. I just want to say my two seconds. Like, yes, you, what did he win? Criminal court cases? But you're also, but he also settled 20 lawsuits. So you have some type of remorse or guilt in you. Something had to happen. Like, dude. The Texans settled all theirs in Yeah, I did. But it's like, dude, you have, you paid 20 women off. And you think you're a good person. You deserve to fucking play a kid's game for four, fucking $40 million a year. Squad. Scumbag. Great A fucking scumbag. He'll, he'll he'll probably he'll probably get suspended for a year. He'll well, no matter the suspension, you get you got two hundred and sixty million. Exactly, exactly. And but he hasn't played in the, even a year before that. No, he'll he'll get suspended for a year, and then they'll they'll fight it, and he'll it'll get knocked down to eight years. And now, okay, now this kind of makes sense now from their from their standpoint, standpoint after three years of this. That is that why they denied the twelve games because. Maybe they don't even think he deserves 12 games. He may not think he deserves I don't agree. I'm just saying. No, he might not think he deserves any games. But, I mean, that's not what the public thinks. And, I don't know, bro. This we're going to end it. That, uh, this conversation is over, okay? Fuck him. That's it. If Calvin Ridley is suspended a full year for gambling on his team, This guy doesn't even get suspended the whole year either. Bro, I could, I could, I could see the Calvin Ridley thing if he was playing during the time he died. That too, and plus that is, we're not even talking about losses here. It, it's legal to gamble, yeah. sure, in some states and cities. Right, 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 right. But it's, it's an NFL policy, so okay, I can see the suspension from that standpoint. But this is, this is further than the league. No, this is yeah, this is criminal court cases, fucking. I, I, well, but yeah, I, don't I just think uh, <laughs> well, for the past couple years, that's what Aaron Rodgers been saying about uh, the other team versus the Chicago Bears. So it's Monday. We're gonna preview division. That brings us to the NFC North. So, what's your thoughts heading into this division? NFC North. I say the Packers are gonna rule once again. Uh, I think they're gonna find a way to figure it out.
And the young gun they just picked up, I forget his name, unfortunately. I'm sorry. But, uh, he's coming around and saying he can't. Yeah, that guy's really good. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Great guy. Great, great ball player. Yeah. Always talking about Anyway, receiver they drafted. Really? Let's punch that one with me. Solid. Um, go with Vikings. Second place. Vikings could be great. But Kirk Cousins, just Kirk Cousins. Doesn't get it done. Calvin Cook is running back. Now, do you think this is because Mike Zimmer has been holding him back for a few years in Minnesota? Or because it's come out that they have, they never really seen eye to eye when it comes to some of the offensive play calls. Yeah. It could be. I mean, it could be, but also he's a sheriff, you know? Who's that? Kirk Cousins. He can't miss passes, you know? He can't make bad decisions, bad reads, and that's on him. Mike Zimmer ain't Play calling is one thing, but I feel like if, I don't know, I feel like if only one person is speaking out about the play calling, then it might not be an issue. You know what I mean? It hasn't just been him. Really? There's been a couple other ones, too. Well, then this might be Mike Zimmer's break, make or break year. But I feel like at this point, if, you know, you got a lot of people speaking out. Oh, Mike Zimmer's not a play caller. You got to tell Yeah. They brought in the um, offensive coordinator from Los Angeles, Mike Tomlin. From the Rams? Yeah, and they, his report I think today, I guess, was so far so good with him and Kirk. Well, then we'll have to see. I guess Kirk texted him and was like, all right, well, here's what I think of offensive play calling and how we could be successful from here on out. Right. And I guess there was no communication like that. I mean, we don't know. We've never had that type of communication with Mike Zimmer. Has Zimmer been, was Zimmer there longer than uh, Kirk was? Yes, he was there when they were basically in the primary. Do you think it could have been like the Brady Belichick thing where they kind of said uh, Belichick gave Tom Brady was a kid even though he won him all them Super Bowls and that's why he was such a star? I don't know if it's to that extent, but it could be, but... Well, just that mentality of Zimmer is like, I'm the boss, you're the fucking student. But even before this, the whole Stephon Diggs situation. Yeah. Because he was another player that came out and spoke uh, publicly about the situation there. Yeah, the Lakers are fucked. They went straight to him. They went no other way. After that miracle. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. the way he did that. And then the, the great season he had. And you say, ah, you know what? Give me a running coach. Which, I mean, Dalvin Cook is too great running back. But you got Diggs. That was a wide receiver. Now you got... Uh, Jefferson, hell of a wide receiver, could be top five by the end of this year. You never know. Who knows? Yeah, they yeah. definitely. Rudolph, they got Rudolph. No, he was with the Giants last year. I don't know if he got screwed this year. Who was uh, 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 the tight end? Pretty decent. I got his thing up. I forget his name. It was a show. Hey, Doc, you want to play this? Pay attention way more to the AFC because the Bills have them. Six wins, six seven wins. I think they had some really close games last year. 
really close games last year. Yeah, uh, they had a good draft. I really yeah. think Hutchinson. Oh, it's going to be a monster. A great pick. It's going to be a monster. And then, um, and then uh, Williams went to recover from his injury in Alabama. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. He's like a top projected wide receiver before his injury. St. Brown had a breakout at the end of last year. He was scoring touchdowns for them. And they picked up uh, DJ Sharp. Yeah, who's also who also had some injuries in uh, Jacksonville, but he's only been one or two. I don't think yeah. that really hurt him that much. But he's been hurt a lot. Sorry, Bill. But yeah, man, some people. Um, <laughs> then they got DeAndre Swift. Don't forget about him. Love the running back. TJ Hawkinson. Don't forget about that guy. Top tier tight end. Yeah. So they might be up. They might be a sleeper to win six, seven games. I, I wouldn't put them last. Like I had a couple, I seen a couple of rankings and they were like 31, 32. I'm like, right. I, I think the fucking, I think uh, the Chicago Bears are going to be like one and fifteen too, and like uh, that's a noisy question mark right. too, man. That's a noisy question mark. It's not being talked about as much, obviously, just because Chicago Bears. Sorry about it, Bears fans, but they're never really a trend topic. But Justin Fields has some really good upside. They're bringing in Matt Eberflus from the Indianapolis Colts. Defensive coordinator, I guess, just from hopping around Twitter or whatever. He's really coming in and changing the culture in there, and so is the new GM. Which he was a former player. You don't see too many former players coming and being GM during the fresh off day of retirement. So, a lot of young guys, too, man. I don't know. That's a few years, I think, for them. They could. I think Fields is a guy, but I just don't think he's set up for success right now. Like that wide receiver room kind of stinks. Mooney they brought in. It's all right. Um, they just traded for Nikhil Harry from New England, which he never turned out to be what he was supposed to be. Uh, I guess backtrack a little bit off topic. The word was during that draft, AJ Brown was supposed to be New England's pick, mm-hmm. and he was waiting for the phone call, waiting for the phone call. They didn't get it. He was watching on TV with Caleb Harry in there. And A.J. Brown was planning to be the next New England wide receiver. Yeah. Of course, his offense would have been James or Don. I don't know. That would have been wild. But anywho, yeah, Nikhil Harry's in Chicago now. We'll see how he fits there and whatnot. But like you said, it may take a couple years. It's, I don't see it being a huge impact this season, obviously. I think they're going to be better next year. They got a solid tight end too, Cole Komet. I mean, he's got a bright future as well. Who knows? But I agree with you across the board. I got it. Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears, but I do think the Vikings are going to have a hell of a year. Yeah? You think they're going to make the playoffs? I think they'll be the wild card. Franco Donald's going to come in and figure it out. He's going to change the course there. Kirk Cousins. He's not going to be like MVP standard by any means or anything, but if you got Justin Jefferson there, Dalvin Cook and uh, Madison in the back, it's, it's going to be tough to beat the Bears. Yeah, for sure. I, I see the one thing holding them back is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, I mean, we've seen in years past, they, they've always uh, made fun of prime time Kirk. I don't know. You know, he's going to have to show me something. We'll see. I do see them uh, making a little run. Uh, but 
Southern Baptist to the Madison. Hey, let's talk today. Which I do have a few comments for that. I'm just going to pull up the screenshot that's on here from ESPN. Uh, just to get them out the way, we'll go over the tight ends list that they put out here. Uh, to get us started here, I'll, I'll bet check. I'll go from uh, bottom to the top. So we got tied nine. We got Hunter Henry from the Patriots. He's 84, as well as Zach Ertz from the Cardinals. Do you have any thoughts there? I would take out Hunter Henry and I'd put in uh, Dawson Knox. Oh, I, no, I'm just meeting That sounds pretty solid to me. I mean, that's not a... Yeah, we'll go over who you see fit. Yeah. It should be higher up. Yeah, Honestly, as far as, like, for those two, 84 sounds good to me. I mean, I would probably put Hunter Henry at, like, an 80. It really do too much, you know. Coming to down that far, huh? Yeah, he's a good reason. You know what I mean? 80, uh, 80's not terrible. I feel like from... I don't know what his exact rating was from his past Madden, but... Playing with the Chargers, I mean, he's probably a top five tight end. Well, he hasn't transitioned to win. He hasn't, which I mean, they're more of a two tight end set there. But you got Hunter Henry, granted, injuries too throughout the year. And Matt Jones coming and figuring things out. I feel like he'll have a better year this year, along as as well as Johnny. But 84 is okay. I just feel like that'll, I feel like it'll change this year. Zach Ertz, I'm okay with that. Uh, going on to Dallas Goddard with the Eagles, he's an 85. Mike Gusecki, number seven from the Dolphins, at an 86. I would put him at a 90. Mike Gusecki's a dog out there he is. In, in Miami. And I feel like uh, that's big time Mike. Big time Mike, yeah. Did you just give him a nickname there? Big time Mike. He's, big time Mike. he's, he's a hell of a tight end. Yeah, I feel like he gets looked uh, overlooked. He does, he does, because the Dolphins stink. But he, uh, I think he should be a ninety. He's a big body. He's a big body, good blocker, and he's good pass catcher. So I like my I feel like mid eighties is cool for him. I don't know if I put him at a ninety, but I feel like I'm okay with that. So uh, we'll go to number six here on the list: Kyle Pitts from the Falcons, eighty-seven. Share your pieces. I don't want to my words and say he's overrated, but he didn't show me nothing last year that was over the top, you know? I don't think I see – I've seen glimpses of greatness, but I, they can say all they want, but if you can't show it on the field – He got one touchdown. Yeah. This isn't supposed to come down to the late players. He's supposed to be better than all the wide receivers that came out. Well, technically, he got zero in the United States. He got one, one touchdown in yeah. so the United States. Hey, he's a hell of a London player, man. 87 to the curve is wild. I would have started him at like an 83. Just because, like, he's got a bright upside, but, you know, what do you show right now? You know? I'd be okay with giving him an 84 just off of uh, athleticism and all that, the, the potential he has. I don't know about him. Number five, TJ Hawkinson, like we mentioned earlier. So, Detroit Lions, he's an 89. I think that's pretty fitting. Top tier player in that. Okay, with that. Uh, Darren Waller, number four of the Raiders, 91. I think he's 95. That was a big focal point in that, all, in that offense last year. Again, that's another big body. Good pass catcher. He was a big part of Detroit last year. Hey, that's how Madden, he's a dog. Yeah, he's a Madden guy. You go that far, huh? 
top five men done. At number three, Mark Andrews with the Ravens, 93. I feel like it should be a little, 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 little higher. Yeah, I would say I like the 93. I wouldn't go higher than a 95. Uh, Mark Andrews is a dog over there in Baltimore. Definitely the biggest piece for that offense. Um, you know, that's Lamar's guy. So, yeah, and he's still, he catches a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards. I would, I would say that. George Kittle, number two, 97. This is a hot take, but I think he should be higher. Yeah, he stays off the last year. Yeah, not a great year. Uh, I don't know the numbers or anything. So he didn't really show off in the playoffs, you know what I mean? No, not even just that throughout the year. So he's more of a uh, chin down pocket player. Yeah, yeah, so I'd say 95 for him. Then you got Travis Kelsey, 98. I feel like that's I think, uh, but I definitely think Darren Waller should have been number two. Darren Waller, number two. Mark Andrews, number three. And then for Kittle, four. Hawkinson, five. I'm all right with that. I mean, you can't, you can't really argue with that. But, yo, they're in Boston. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Dude, if they're 84, they cannot disrespect his man and make him under 80. I wonder what they're going to put him. Probably an 80. <laughs> Probably an 80. Because if you ask me, I feel like a good number for him. Yeah, he should be in there with uh, the boys. I feel like you take Kyle Pitts down to number nine. I don't know. Hunter Henry, I'd put him at an 82. Honestly, I, I would put uh, I would put um, I would put Dawson Knox. I would put Gusecki at six and Dawson Knox at seven. Just personal opinion. Dawson Knox is young, a lot of upside, big jump in his last year. All these other guys below him, besides Ertz, who had a great uh, show out in Arizona. The other guys didn't do, do it a lot better yeah. than people did. Yeah, didn't do what they should have done, you know? But then you got the wide receiver. Injury there, too. Going to the wide receiver. Now, this is where I got problems. All right. I got problems with this one. Number 10, Amari Cooper, the Browns, 90. Yeah. 85. I'll go, I'll go, I'll meet you at 87. Yeah, I would not, not a 90. We got a tie for eight. Keenan Allen of the Chargers and Terry. Scary Terry was scoring with the commanders at 91. Keenan Allen, perfectly rated. Terry McLaurin, underrated. I agree with you. Uh, are we going to disagree at all? That's what I'm wondering. Well, we'll see when we get to the top five. about the show, man. Uh, disagreeing, it makes for good content for the show, and it gets boring when we all we do is agree. All right, listen, great minds think alike, bro. Yeah, just for the show. Let it grow back during the week. <laughs> Every Monday, Friday, Sunday. Uh, uh, Mike Evans definitely ninety-three. Yeah, I would say as well. Yeah, here we go. That's my. I like Mike Evans, but bro, it's, here, we uh, here we go. I would say. I would say. I would put him at ninety at most. You know what I mean? What's the reason behind that? Just feel like he's getting older. Yeah, but Keenan, I don't know, because over, uh, over in Tampa, you got uh, Chris Godwin. You got a lot more targets. Keenan Allen, I don't know. Keenan Allen, they got, uh, who did you pick up? L.A., you got Mike Williams, too. 
Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think Mike Evans is going to get used to it. You know what I mean? Bro, I feel like if you were to pick a red zone wide receiver, he does the last one on this. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but also, damn, I don't see no DK. I don't see no. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but Mike Evans, he. People give him a lot of shit. I don't know why. We've seen what he did with Jameis, too, in Tampa. He was a uh, top three receiver in yardage every single season ever since he came into the league. And I think, uh, I don't know what his stats were last year or the year before that with Brady, but yeah, maybe I'm drunk, bro. He's been a top five receiver. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, drunk? You've been sipping a little bit with some uh, smart water. Smart vodka? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'll take that back. Bro, you don't got to take it back. No, I just looked at the stats. Change your mind? Change my mind. Yeah. Uh, I like Justin, Justin Jefferson at the 93. That was a wide receiver. Okay. I feel like he, he could be the one for now. Yeah, you think? Who's the 95? Yeah. You think him and Diggs? You think him and Diggs on the same level? I think so. I'm kind of pissed at Diggs. I love the guy. I think he's a great addition. But, like, this is where my judgment is at. Piss me off, bro. Like, you can't show up. Yo, you can't show up to the biggest game of the fucking season. The biggest game. Do you give credit to, uh, do you give credit to defense, though? No. No. I don't believe Gabe Davis, yo. Gabe Davis on that fourth touchdown he had literally put the dude on his ass from 20 feet away. You cannot tell me that. that, that yo, I, I watched it. I watched it plenty of times over because it's amazing. This dude put him on his ass from 20 yards out with a pick. Like, come on, I get it. Diggs is the guy that they're gonna double team, and you know everybody's gonna say, "Well, that's his discretion factor." I, I fucking get it. All right, but Devontae Adams is no, no, because I know my stupid ass cousin Josh will be saying this shit. Jordan Grant says this shit. Josh, he looks rent free in his head. Yeah, yeah. no, because I spoke. But this the same. But you can argue the same thing with Devonte Adams. Everybody knows the ball's going to Devonte Adams. Guess what? Devonte Adams still gets the ball. Same thing. Justin Jefferson. Everybody knows where the ball's going to, and he gets in place. Scary Terry. Everybody knows it's going to Terry McLaurin. Plays are still made. I feel like it's tough if you're comparing Diggs to Adams. But but Diggs got paid more than him. Maybe not. Or as close to him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe someone might have screwed that. I don't know. But bro, I got get paid, man. Get paid, hey, get paid. Get how you live it. But you can't sit here and you know say, hey, I need a new contract. Thirteen yards, bro. That's what I. That's the point. If I was Brandon Bean and I seen that guy, I'd call him like Stephon. How much money you want? You want thirteen yards? Thirteen dollars? Because that's what you were worth to us in that fucking game. Here it is, man. So now we've seen what Gabe Davis could do now, especially in this last playoff game. You think that'll shift the defense forward and it'll, it'll open up more for Diggs or what? Hey, you have to show me something. Even in pl- plenty more games than this, this is Tampa. If I remember Tampa specifically, it was a PI almost every other play when the ball was thrown in his direction. Yes. Right. Not every play, but 
It should have been called more than what they called it. And I'm glad you brought up the Tampa game because that's another game that pissed me off that everybody knew Josh Allen was going to dig. They didn't make a couple calls. I get that. But you're the guy, man. One-on-one, you got to win those situations. And that's like Randy Moss wouldn't have lost those situations. Megatron wouldn't have lost those situations. Adams won't lose those situations. It's like if you're the number one guy, you want to yeah, get, you know, you want to get fucking twenty-five million dollars a year. You gotta show me something. Like Josh Allen should not be fucking hurdling motherfuckers, running through motherfuckers, and they just can't make a play. You know what I mean? Hey, but if he's hurdling motherfuckers, it's working. It's working, but you know, at a point, he's got to have somebody he's got to rely on. Which was Dig the year before that, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to dig digs, but he, uh, he he definitely had a great season. I mean, you would ask that, but it's those, it's those situations that you need him to show up. You know what I mean? Situations? Yeah. Those situations. You need that guy that made the uh, the, the miracle out there, the Minnesota miracle. You need that guy, you know? Like Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. And it, it could happen this year. Well, good. Hey, I, I hope it does. Like, I, I love digs, like I said, but I just, the context is just pissing me off. I do see where you're coming from. Yeah, that whole contract situation where, you know, you, you the year before that, you're staying at the, the, uh, the Chiefs celebrating in the end zone, and, you know, we're all like, oh, my God, we're going to fucking get 400 yards this game. We're not even worried about a damn thing. Or the picture came up. Okay, that's got to be a dig. But anyway, that's my little rant. Love, love you, Dave, but come on, man. Uh, so we're at four. DeAndre Hopkins for the Cardinals, 96. Well, I don't know. You're not going to read it. No, no, no. I'm going to say this 96 on steroids or off steroids. Uh, according to him, he didn't do it. He didn't take Eric fucking took him for steroids. Come on. Thanks for talking, Mr. Swart. Go on. I think either way, 96 is all right. So, there's a healthy DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, that's top five. Look at the difference in the Cardinals last year when he wasn't. They were, what did they go, 13 and they were, they, their record was pretty nice. No, 7 and 0 or something like that when he was playing. Then he got hurt and they just, they fell. They fell. Got embarrassed in that. And now, do we think that that's going to happen? Off track a little bit. Do we think that's going to happen again this upcoming year? Because I think he's out like five or six games. I honestly, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, my boy Digger, he's going to think the Cardinals are going to That's why I like Brian Tannehill. Brian Tannehill said, you know, he went through some deep, dark stuff. He didn't go off on social media and fucking unfollowed Tennessee. I'm down. You know what I mean? Tannehill ain't no clown. But he's a man. You know what I mean? I'm not sick of that, though. You are, geez. It's just like... Woke up. Woke up. No, I just just got... Dude, it's just like... These are are people dealing with a lot of fucking... A lot of bread. You know what I mean? Like, man up. Get some nuts about yourself. Oh, you lost a game. You got embarrassed. Go out there and try to win. Don't fucking 
play this little silly game of unfollowing and saying you want the biggest contract of all time. Follow on the team might say for what? <laughs> well, what you do? From that standpoint, I don't, I don't think he really. Who am I to say he he deserves what money? But just from like the numbers standpoint and everything, I don't think he should be up there with the no. Josh Rollins and Mahomes. If you, Not yet. Okay, if we win a playoff game, all right, we may we'll we can work something. But let me ask you something. Though. Why is winning a playoff game the biggest measuring stick you have? Championships, or you're not getting to the finals. Why, uh, why, why, why are you asking for the biggest contract? You know what I mean? That also, that's true. Josh Allen well deserved. Patrick Mahomes well deserved. Sean Watson, but don't Because, like you said, if, if it's all about the championships and everything, and they can get their money, Josh Allen ain't getting it. Like I said, if you're looking for the championship game, the conference. Yeah, I mean, not every quarterback is going to win a Super Bowl, but like you get to the AFC Championship game, you win the AFC Championship, like Joe Burrow, yeah, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, hey, Joe Burrow should get a contract. He should get you know top five. Sure, sure. But that's just my opinion. I'm just pissed. I, I hate it when hey, athletes you don't get paid. I love athletes and hope everybody gets paid, but you know you get paid millions and millions of dollars to play a big game. Brings us to three. Tyree killed the Dolphins 97. I'm so sorry. Cooper Cup. Now, this is where I got problems. Cooper Cup of the Rams in 98. Why is he in 99? Right, he's one, catch, he's one touchdown away in Madden from a 99. Record setting receiving yardage last season. Super Bowl MVP. Other than the Rams defense and Matt Stafford, this shit was all on back. What are we talking about? Yeah, give him a 99 and give uh, the only Devontae uh, Adams. Devontae Adams and the Raiders, 99. Yes, yeah. Maybe they'll adjust it because they usually they'll do that sometimes. When they do. Alright, I, I get that. But going into it, I want to start. One touchdown away from the 99. You've seen everything he proved to you last year. I don't know why they got the disrespect for that. That's a, honestly, that's. I know it's just one point away, but. It's kind of crazy. What, what's that about? Yeah, it's kind of crazy that. What else does he got to do? Exactly. He got to do it again? Yeah, he might do it again, dude. He no. might do it again. Um, so, go over the list again. Mark Cooper, 90. Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, 91. Mike Evans, 92. Justin Jefferson, 93. Diggs, 95. Hopkins, 96. Tyree Kill, 97. Devontae Adams, 90. Uh, I'm not sure what other ratings they released. Those are the ones you just sent me. But I did see on Twitter, <laughs> this might ruffle your feathers as well. I don't know if it's true or not. Jonathan Taylor's yet again at 92. <laughs> yeah. Why? That's what I, I don't know how true it is. It's not the first. It was just from some random Twitter yeah, post that they just put it out there. Both averages are low overall. Yeah. 92. Yeah. That's gotta be. Like, it's anything, bro. 
95 left. No doubt. Him and Derrick Henry should be back there. He's almost the MVP of the division. And I think that's the same he had last year, too. probably seen that um, people were complaining about how Anthony Davis had a certain period of time where he shot a ball to the end zone and on his ass about not being as good as he was. And he just don't want to do what he does. Yeah, what year is he? 20. You're 20. So he's playing 25. So his stat line was um, 42 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, and 4 steals. He was on a Pat Master show today. He had an interview. Um, so he graduated from St. Bonnie's, played uh, ball over there. I forget what year he graduated. Um, he was in Buffalo for the CBT tournament to play the St. Bonnie's team. So gets a text from his buddy who's on his school team. I forget how many years he's been played on he goes, LeBron, he's coming to play against us tomorrow. And he's like, oh, you're bullshit, man. There's no way, there's no way. And he's seen on Twitter that DeMar DeRozan tweeted the, uh, the crown emoji and whatnot, and that he was going to play too. He said, oh, shit, this is, this is serious. So he said, fuck this. I got I to gotta take this opportunity. Got a plane ticket that night. Flew out from Buffalo at like 4 or 6 a.m., whatever. All the way out to California to make it for this fucking game that may change his life. Right. Opportunity. He took the opportunity. He seized the opportunity. Yeah. I don't know what his stat. Yeah, I don't know what his stat line was. I forgot to look that up. But he might get an opportunity. He could. I mean, he mentioned that uh, <laughs> when when in the group message or whatever, he said straight up, "I want to guard LeBron." Hey, what's up? You want nothing to do with that? Go ahead, man. You do it better. You got it. We're glad you stepped up. But he stepped up to this thing. Twitter was on him for. There's a picture that was caught. He had like bug eyes or whatever. He's trying to shoot. But like, who wouldn't? Give him some. Give him some credit, man. Who wouldn't? Give him some credit. Dude flew out from Buffalo, New York, to play LeBron James. If you have LeBron shooting in your face, what are you doing? To come back to Buffalo that same night. The thing is, the media, I mean, we know how they are with LeBron, whatever. Um, they, didn't, they, they made it seem like they washed their asses with the, on the court, right? Yeah. They played a lot of three. They won by two. Wasn't Kyrie supposed to be on? Yeah, he didn't show up. Yeah, he didn't show up. 
imagine that LeBron, Kyrie, and DeRozan yeah. playing against wow. these guys. Yeah. He, he mentioned that there's no professional experience on this team. And they lost by two. No, that's not being talked about enough, so shout out to Dion Wright, man. Shout out to boys in the city. Shout out to them guys, man. Uh, I hope he gets a shot. He mentioned he's hoping to get a 10-day deal. If he gets cut, he gets cut. Fuck it, man. He gave, he gave his shot. So I'm rooting for St. Bonnie's in this TBT tournament. We're going to be doing tank talks. We're going to be keeping an eye out on that. Let's go. And then the rest of the Manning ratings are going to come out this week, too, for us. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they said they're, they're releasing them. But now, with that being said, LeBron and DeRozan played on the same team. Do we think Lakers may try to trade for DeMar here, or just Lakers fans talking? think they, they can only get one. If Lamar or Lamar likes his contract, he's got a good shot. Because he has a chance to play for his hometown team. They gave him a chance last time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he just don't want Lamar anymore. Maybe there's too many people asking for Lamar to come back. I'm saying now, though, after this game, see how it is to play with Lamar on the same court. But hey, listen, they could, they could abandon the Kyrie deal for Kyrie's contract. That's what they could do. You know what I mean? Now the Rosen is like, he's their player, but he's not going to be here. Now he is. He makes space and puts it in the bucket. Yeah, yeah. He can, hey, hit, he can hit occasional threes. Yeah. But DeMar DeRozan on your team doesn't hit. No, does not. Hey, I would take him also. And the over. Bring him by. Bring him by. Bring him All right. Both. Kyrie has him at the point. Has the Rosen at the two. LeBron at the three. Uh, AD. Who you have? Point or center or power forward? I have to say the power forward. You can honestly have a full power forward and get just like a minimum contract center. Like a Ben Bradley. Or whatever. Timothy Oswald. On that note, we got Timothy Mozgov, man. Yeah, I didn't even get to the closing. Oh, you said you read it. Yeah, I was about to. I was going to get a little bit of Everybody, follow us on the socials at tanktalk underscore pod. Pod, once again, tanktalk underscore pod. That's Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on TikTok. I got to get back to making these videos, man. Yeah, those videos were fucking good. They were great. It was hard to make a... Hey, life's busy, man. Don't put yourself down. You got a busy life, dude. You got a lot going on. Shout out to me. Shout out to you, man. Try to figure life out. You know, it's like the rest of us. Dude, when you can break the news, it's going to be like... You know what I'm saying? It's going to be exciting. Keep you guessing. Exactly. So we're going to keep you guessing for Friday's show. You still good for Friday? See you folks Friday. Peace.